The following is a message from Reverend Ken Belden of Wellsprings Congregation. This past week I read something sweet and funny. And it strikes me that sweet and funny and warm-hearted things are really important right now, so I wanted to share some of them with you. It's from this comic. It's online. It's called Monsters Have Problems Too. <laughs> I'm the real Batman. Vampire's right. 3D movie sucks, says the Cyclops. There's no depth perception. They have to. Medusa says, I petrify hairdressers. Can't get a good haircut. Poor old zombie says, I'm dead inside. And finally, the ghost. I used to be somebody. I was looking for a good doll. <laughs> I find anything right now that is humanizing, that is warm-hearted, that reminds us to laugh with tenderness, to be incredibly healing. And actually, this little series, Monsters Have Problems Too, it reminds me of uh, this beautiful quote from Marina Maria Rilke, who wrote well over a century ago, Perhaps all the dragons in our lives, perhaps all the things that scare us, perhaps all the experiences that are so difficult, perhaps all the dragons are really just princesses who are waiting to see us act with beauty and with courage. Waiting to see us act with beauty and with courage. There is beauty and there is courage in being a community that is willing to experience brokenheartedness together. There is beauty and there is courage in a community that is willing to mourn together. There is beauty and there is courage in all of these faces and in all of these lives staring back at you. And there is beauty and there is courage in what ever prompted you this morning to bring these faces and these lies before us and to share your beloved departed with all of us. There is beauty and there is courage in the midst of heartbreak. Perhaps the truest beauty and courage that there is. And that takes on a even deeper dimension for me and for us this morning after what happened in Pittsburgh yesterday, this atrocity, sadly entirely predictable because of the poisons now loosed in our country and intentionally loosed by some. I do not believe we can accurately or adequately grieve the dead until we understand how they died. To do so is to break faith with their lives and with their deaths. That telling the truth is beauty and courage as well. And yes, it strikes me in a particular way, although I don't want to say a unique way, because there was a Jewish community. And I grew up in a Jewish community as completely unorthodox as it was that I became a Unitarian Universalist minister. At times such as these, and I even saw it yesterday, 
that Mr. Rogers quote when he was a child and troubling things happened, scary things happened, his parents would say, look for the helpers. And one of the things that became very clear to me yesterday, especially in light of what we're doing here right now today, is that when we look for the helpers, it's not just a matter of who's here. It's a matter of who we hold in our hearts, that our helpers can be our ancestors, can be the ones from the past that still give us courage, that still give us love, that even though they are gone in body are still present. So much so. Out of their lives, biologically, ethically, spiritually emerged our own. And that's why we take time to do what we do today. I want to share with you one of my helpers today. I don't even know what this is. This is my grandfather's prayer talus, his prayer shawl. This is the most invaluable thing that I own. It is over a hundred years old. He wore it at his bar mitzvah. He was an American and a Jew who signed up voluntarily to serve during World War II because he saw the evils and the perils of his age and he thought it was his duty. I hold Milton Sherman in my heart today. My life emerged from his Spiritually, biologically, ethically. These are lives who gave birth to your own. This is the conclusion of this series we've been doing this fall called Emerging Now about change, changes that are powerful and positive, changes that absolutely break our hearts. At base, it's all change. We are invited to work with all of it. When we face the inescapable nature of change, we also can find something even deeper than the change, which is the connections that abide and do not die. And there's no way around that truth to get to the connections without facing the grief. You all know this already. And there is no change more guaranteed to be more heartbreaking and sometimes more fearful. And after yesterday, we are reminded again more terrible than death. And there's also no change that if we stay with it, invites us to open our hearts and live more fully into life because we know that we are all mortal creatures. Not long ago, I read an interview from this person, Claire Wineland. It was in the Buddhist magazine, Lion's Roar. She was born with cystic fibrosis. She died at age 21 after a double lung transplant. 
player writes about beauty and courage in the way that people who allow themselves to experience the fullness of life can only do so. She writes, I was 13 at the time when I had my first near-death experience. There was this really deep feeling of grief. It wasn't fear or it wasn't terror. It was grief for my own life. It felt like when I was dying that I was losing a friend. I felt the infinite possibility of what it means to be alive. When I say you realize how grateful you are to be alive, it doesn't mean you ignore all the pain, and it doesn't mean you ignore that life is difficult. I felt a tremendous sense of possibility in that gratitude of what being human is. True gratitude is when you are deeply experiencing the joy of being alive and you're also deeply experiencing the pain of being alive. We are all just human beings trying to figure out what this life means, why we're alive, and how we can grow on this planet for this brief time, and what it is that we have to offer. I think gratitude is more about being able to be humbled by how complex everything is and how huge everything is. The immensity of our lives, especially on days like today, it can feel absolutely overwhelming when we are asked to be in touch with pain and love and grief and sadness and connection and joy and to make space for exactly who we are without judgments and without reservation and to just accept the invitation for today to be as alive as we can be in the midst of the brokenness of our world. Both the large-scale stuff and the intimate things. Here's the good news. I believe all of us can do this work. You've shown this to me over all the years I've known you. And here's also the good news. We don't have to do this alone. We don't have to go through this alone. There's a Hasidic master who in the last 24 hours has been shared a quote from his lived over a thousand years ago. He said, I will make an altar from the broken fragments of my heart. I will make an altar from the broken fragments of my heart. May we all do that. place my grandfather's tallest down next to my mom, his daughter. We don't have to do this alone, my friends. Today, we are not alone. Amen. May you live in blessing. Would you pray with me? This breath This place, these people, reminds us of this unalterable truth, even in the midst of all the changes and especially those that break the heart. 
that there is underlying everything, this life common to us all, this breath that animates all of us, these hands, this heart, our lives. When we are in pain, when we are heartbroken for how cruel and how dangerous and how scary this life can feel. May we remember to reach out. May we remember those who support us. May we remember the ancestors. And remember that we too, our lives, are another link, another small piece of the great continuum of this life. Belonging and belovedness is our birthright. Especially in the challenging and painful times. May we show up with beauty and courage. Amen. We're going to invite you in just a moment as we turn down the lights and share some music to come forward as you are so moved and just move between these memorial altars. Make space for whatever comes up for you. Support one each other. Come forward as you are moved. If you enjoyed this message and would like to support the mission of Wellsprings, go to our website, wellspringsuu.org. That's wellsprings, the letters uu.org.